In a world of digital card apps, one man. There's actually two of them. Two men. And sometimes a guest. Two men and sometimes a guest will guide us on a journey there and back again. No one's traveling. It's a podcast. The Digital Cross-Trading Podcast. And now, the hosts of the DXT Podcast, Aaron Vine and Mark Bernetti. DXT Podcast. I'm Aaron Viney78 on all tops, apps, and quid, and I'm procrastinating underscore com on Upper Deck Pack. Well, I'm Mark. I am Drake Iago on the tops, apps. Um, uh, we didn't have a episode last week. I was uh, again on vacation. My last vacation, I think, of the, uh, of the summer, because <laughs> my wife's going back. <laughs> The school, and uh, we'll probably won't be going anywhere for a little while. So, um, all right, well, sounds good. Let's let's talk about uh, two. We're gonna have two episodes of the Bad Batch to go over. Um, well, there's and, only one that we really should talk about, though. Well, yeah, yeah, we're fine. We'll just talk about them both, and 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 kind of the one last week was pretty good too. But let's yeah, get to that. But um, I guess it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so things have turned at least more um, exciting, that's for sure. So uh, let us figure out. Okay, so what's going on in the app? All right, so um, this little rise of the resistance set. Yeah, I'm digging it just because you know I love collecting free cards, mm. and you can get them all through lock on. Now the only problem is that the wrinkle they put in this one. Is that these? Um, I think there's like thirty something cards in this in this set here. First of all, they're good. They're good pictures. The border is not too silly. Um, there's thirty six in this wave, and if you collect two full sets, then you can uh, do a meld, and you get a really cool Kylo Ren and Finn one. If you collect all 36, you also get an award with uh, with Leia. Now, these are the whites, and that's the only place you're going to get them is going to be in lock-on and in uh, cargo drops. But there's other stuff in this, and it's a box set, which is kind of cool, that, you know, you can pull these cards. You get all these different variants. If we look at all the variants over here, what do you got? You got your, your base comes in blue, red, green, and orange. You get a work of, I think, Bent's exclusive. Which is kind of cool that you only get it for the whites, so that's kind of neat. Um, which the, the work hard. The, the workbench exclusive is definitely um, a very cool card. I like that one. Yes, um, in fact, a lot of these cards are really cool. They pick some really cool shots. Um, so uh, I'm probably not going to collect any of the actual regular cards of this thing. But the weapons are neat. Um, but there's three, you know, there's three versions and honestly, uh, yeah, they don't really, they don't really get my, get me going. Um, there are some kooky, uh, resistance motion ones, which are pretty crazy. There's 19 of them. Good goodness. And, um, yeah, I I have to put you on hold for a second. I have have an emergency upstairs. I gotta go take care of. All right. Let's do (laughs) it. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Yep. 
Okay, so um, Aaron was not able to get back, and um, there's some things going on he has to take care of. So I'm going to go ahead and record this, and uh, if you hear this, it means that Aaron never got back when you were able to get this recorded. So uh, so we, I'm going to go ahead and, and do a review of the Bad Batch uh, episodes, as well as uh, some of our uh, sets. So we were talking about the uh, Rise of Resistance. Good set. Um, the uh, the motion cards, the character cards, hmm. you know, uh, not exactly uh, the types of stuff that I would collect. So right now I think um, I'm concentrating on these uh, Resistance cards. And I got to tell you that the uh, I love me some of those Ships in Resistance uh, ships and vehicles, age of resistance. Love these cards. I just love the mechanic. I love the fact that uh, you don't need to complete two complete sets. You just have to complete, um, just collect seven extra and meld those, which is better than what's going on with this uh, Rise of Resistance set, where you actually have to get two complete sets first, or at least complete set to do the meld. You don't. You can't just take thirty six dupes. I'm not sure why they do it like that. I guess it makes it a little harder and promotes a little more trading. So that's good. So um, other than that, though, uh, honestly, not a whole lot of stuff that is uh, really impressive to me. Fractured, of course. Uh, we've talked about Fractured. They keep changing it up. Um, I did see a advertisement for um, a new concept art. Or, I'm sorry, new comic book covers. And these comic book covers are yet another set done in a different mechanic. I believe just recently um, we actually had a comic cover set, like not um, not like a month ago, and it wasn't done as a daily. It was done as all big one drop. But now the the advertisement said there's going to be one as a daily. So we'll see how that comes. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of organization over there at Tops um, when you have these different very close to each other comic sets so you know tops is tops and uh what can you say so let's talk about um is lucasfilm lucasfilm or is disney disney uh these last two episodes uh war mantle and uh i'm not even sure what they even called last uh the episode we just saw i think it's just finale part one so um yeah, these are really impressive episodes. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff to take in. Uh, I definitely want to get Aaron's views on these episodes, but I think he likes them. Uh, I like them, but I think he likes them even more than I do. Um, and I like them a lot. So I think the biggest thing I think that I'm just thankful for is that these episodes are... Uh, there's actually something happening them that actually means something. Um, we're done dealing with Sid. Sid is mentioned, uh, I think, on at least one of these episodes. Is just, uh, hey, she's going to be watching. Uh, <laughs> they're using her to babysit um, Gregor, who they uh, who they rescued in uh, the prior episode, War Mantle. And you know, War Mantle was a really interesting um, episode. I, I just like the tenor of it. There was a lot of callbacks. Um, I wasn't a big player of the Republic Commando game, but supposedly one of the Republic Commandos, 
or one of the clone commandos who was at that uh, at the secret base on, and I don't want to give the name of the planet because I'll, I'll won't get it right, but whatever that name of that planet was that they were on, um, it was uh, quite an interesting uh, setup there. Um, bunch of TKs, which they're now calling your standard stormtroopers. Eventually, they won't call them TKs, or at least they won't call them TK troopers. They just call them stormtroopers, and they'll have different series TK and and other ones. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess this is what we were all thinking was going to happen. And the way they're definitely setting it up is that clones are being outphased. And is it going to happen? Oh, I don't know. Is it going to happen in a nice way? Is it going to happen in a ruthless way? Um, it's kind of, hmm. I'm, I'm a little curious. You know, in, in, in War Mantle, they had that scene where uh, the, uh, the younger clones uh, were being on Camino and they were telling them, hey, we're going. And, and they're all going to that same planet that we found the clone commandos on. And I wonder why they would be bringing all the clones there. The clones that were there currently were just the commanders. Okay, so that's like one clone per, you know, 20 stormtroopers. Why would they be bringing all of the clones there? Target practice? I hope not. But it sounds like something to, honestly, that sounds like something that the, uh, the Empire would do. Um, they evacuated everybody from Camino. And given this episode we just finished, this this uh, uh, the finale, part one, they basically destroyed everything on Camino. So I'm curious, phasing out stormtroop or phasing out clone troopers, what are they actually doing to all the clone troopers? Um, it was definitely surreal, and definitely it felt a little um, like they were kind of foreshadowing something bad happening to the clones that were being taken away from Camino. So. Um, but I wonder if they'll actually discuss it. I would say probably, yeah, they have to, but, uh, but being that the finale, uh, part one ended with them kind of hanging out on the, uh, platforms as they're getting blown up. I, I guess I feel that, uh, it's possible that second part of the finale is going to be completely just about them trying to get off and survive and resolve this whole crosshair issue, which we can talk about in a little bit. So, War Mantle was definitely very interesting. Gregor was a, a neat callback. Uh, I was listening to some other podcasts, and, and supposedly Gregor, everyone thought Gregor died, or at least the last we see of Gregor, he's getting blown up in uh, some uh, mission that they were having uh, when they were, um, you know, during the step, uh, during the Clone Wars. And uh, he, he blew up, or at least he sacrificed himself to, to destroy droids uh but he didn't show up again so um they don't really explain how he survived and uh i hope they don't i don't hope they don't create a series <laughs> that goes back and looks at that i'm tired of looking looking backwards but you know who knows but uh you know it's it, i think it's pretty interesting he's an interesting character obviously i think one of the things that you know i'd like to discuss is why does he um why does he resist? Why, why do clones now resist? I, I guess the fact is, is that after Order 66, and it was done, you know, at that point, I think, um, 
again, they never really explain too much about how the inhibitor chip actually deals with clones post order 66. In some cases you have like, uh, uh, what was his name? Hauser, Hauser resisted, uh, Gregor resisted. Um, Gregor was a little kooky. Maybe that's why. Uh, maybe eventually us humans just start wiring around these inhibitor chips. Chips. So um, either way, the point is, is that the story makers have plenty of material to create these situations where um, clones resist. And I think the idea would be that more clones are going to resist as we keep going because they notice things are wrong and because this isn't really in direct violation of Order 66. Because Order 66 is done. Jedi are are done. Now at this point, it's something different. Um, And maybe the Empire never really thought about, well, do we need to have another order that allows them to continue to um, follow orders? I don't know. Maybe that wasn't programmed in. So... You know, I think that's a bunch of stuff that I really wish the show would really kind of go into a little more. Um, and I'm curious whether or not uh, Lucasfilm wants to go into that a little more. I think uh, them explaining that a little too fully maybe takes away some flexibility they have in storytelling, which really is the key. Um, and that's really what they want to protect. So overall, very good, you know, episode War Mantle. Um at the end of it, uh, Crosshair has captured uh, Hunter. And uh, I think at that point, you know, I think I, I was already suspecting he was going to kind of turn. Uh, kind of to mention it in a couple of episodes before. But it's possible, uh, you know, it's, who knows really what, what is eventually going to happen. What I thought was the most chilling part of, of episode two or the second episode that we're reviewing, episode 15, I think it is. Um, I think it would have to be uh, when Crosshair basically says, this is just who I am. I just thought that was just a really poignant part of the story. And I really thought that, if anything, I think their treatment of Crosshair throughout this entire series has been one of the stronger parts of it to for such a cranky guy that crosshair is uh between the voice acting between the writing i really think they've made him somebody that's complex sympathetic and i don't really know if we know where he's gonna end up I think the fact that he said, hey, I took out my chip a long time ago and this is just the way I am, is I think it's, I, I think that's so layered in, um, you know, human psychology, right? Why, why do some people, uh, when presented with this situation where you have a um, organization that you're part of and that organization is pretty obviously in a, um, hardline, uh, despotic rule, you will have some people that will just go along with it. And that's what Crosshair is doing. Um, it's, he does it in a weird way. Uh, obviously he's loyal to his, his, uh, 
his friends. He's loyal to them, at least in the fact that he wants to give them a chance. He doesn't want to just kill them. Um, but I think a lot of that is tinged in not necessarily just loyalty, but I think it's tinged in, a, you know, a sense of uh, superiority. He even says it specifically. He says they're superior to the regs. Now, does he think they're superior to TKs? I don't know. Um, he definitely thinks they're superior to regs. I'm not sure he has a high opinion of anybody, really, other than the the enhanced clones. He kills those um, humans, or he, he kills those non-clones, the TKs, that were with him on his squad. And, uh, and then he wants them to join the Empire. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. Uh, I mean, you kill the Empire guys, and then you bring the Bad Batch 99 in. Now, I guess he assumes that probably rightfully so, that the Empire is more about, they don't really care about the individual, they just care about, are you an asset and not asset, and are you a better asset than than he killed? And maybe he could say that, uh, well, they could make up and make it up and say that the, the Clone Force 99 killed those people. Uh, I guess if, if everything worked out, he could say, maybe he could say that, uh, hey, yes, uh, it was necessary, but but look what we got. We got now all these enhanced clones that can help lead this army. Point is, at the end of the episode, he's still pro-Empire, even though the Empire is letting him, leaving him to die. So I got to think in, in the second part of the finale, that's going to come to fruition. Maybe at some point he'll have a change even further. So, which I think is real life, right? Um, it Real life doesn't happen like a story, right? Where you think one thing, then there's a big reveal that it's he's different, and then from that point, he's different. You could say Rise of Skywalker kind of did that a little bit with Ben, but the fact that it's involving the Force and, uh, you know, spiritual things like that, I think you can say that Ben had a, uh, a recreation or a rebirth during Rise of Skywalker. For this show, though, he's a clone... And I think they've made him complex enough where, where I think this, I'm very interested in seeing how this works out. He starts off as kind of a broody guy. He doesn't, he wants to follow orders. He makes a break from 99. He, he kills some rebel sympathizers and rebel resistance people, kind of in cold blood. He's done other things in cold blood. Um, he feels something for Clone Force 99. He then wants them to join the Empire. He doesn't want to join them. He wants them to join the Empire. And honestly, he, he really doesn't want to join them. He doesn't want to fight the Empire. Now, will he change his mind or will that be affected next episode when he sees that the Empire really doesn't care about him? That'd be interesting to see. So, um... Yeah, so I think a really, really good show. The action, to me, the action was is nothing. Uh, all the, I mean, did anybody, was anybody scared that the mass amounts of droids that were, that were being sent to um, take them out, did anybody think that those droids were going to kill the clones? I didn't. But, but besides that, I think the drama, I think the interpersonal play, the the conflict, and you could just tell how uh, how hard this is for Hunter 
and Crosshair for that matter, to resolve this difference. And it's a big difference. And it's a bigger difference than they even thought it was. Um, because it's not affected by the inhibitor chips. It's just, <laughs> he's, he's just a, he's a guy that just want, doesn't want to be a, doesn't want to be a good guy. So, um, so really interesting stuff. I really like what they did. I love the fact that when they ended the show, you really didn't know the show was ending until, um, until Filoni's name came up. So, whatever. They're definitely, these are some of the better episodes of this season. And um, no one can argue. Someone will argue. The people who like to apologize for Lucasfilm would, would say that you see showing these episodes like that, this proves why or somehow supports why what they did earlier in the season with a bunch of really inconsequential episodes, why it works, right? They'll say things like, well, you need those episodes to make these episodes feel special. I understand what they're saying, but it's a, it's a question of magnitude. Did you need 80% of the episode to be filler so that the 20% would feel consequential? Did it need to be maybe 50-50? Could have been one out of every three episodes was a filler episode. The rest was moving the story along. I just think that uh, the point is, is that I don't think they had, they had a story they wanted to tell and they didn't have enough real material, I think, to, to put awesome stuff in that much, uh, in that many episodes. They only had enough, really, to, to, to do a handful of episodes. Aaron probably thinks that much more than a handful were good, but I think he, I think like all of us, we start looking back on things with uh, a little more positivity as, as time goes by and we start getting, you know, our review starts being a little more friendly and less, um, less critical as we go on. But uh, either way, these last two episodes have been good ones. They've moved things along. I'm very excited to see what happens with the last episode. And good news, uh, I didn't see where it actually got confirmed, but I trust that it has been. But it looks like season two of Bad Batch has been approved. So that tells you that whatever is going to happen, that story will go on. Um, will it go on with Omega? Will she die in the last episode? Absolutely not. That's not a, there's not a chance. Um, but what will we find out? Um, I am really hoping that now that they're stuck on Camino for the last show, or at least partially, uh, that they go back down to the lab and they have to figure out, or at least we get a little more we get a little more that was teased uh, from Omega being upset about going back to the lab. And I'm not sure what was revealed by her saying that y'all were here, that, that the Bad Batch were here as well at, while she was here. Um, it, does, it does make you think that, um, so who is older, right? Is, is, uh, is Omega older than the Bad Batch? Um, she said it was just before they got put out to the um, out to the forces. So 
I'm just, it's just curious. I'm just curious about, I really hope they go into that a little more. Because I just think that, uh, well, Omega's such a cool character. And she really is the heart and soul of the show. Which is crazy, because none of us were expecting that. But um, there's something, you know, we got to figure out really what her story is. Right? And uh, I, I just don't think we have. I think, I think, I don't think an all what they've revealed is not enough for her. Um, it's Faloni. So there's a 99% chance all they're doing is just kicking the can down the street so that they can answer it next season. And then that season, he'll figure out whether he wants to kick it a can to, to pass it on when she goes to a movie or, uh, or a television show or something. But uh, who knows? Uh, let's just be positive. Uh, so these are good episodes. Um, if you have any thoughts on these episodes, uh, you can find uh, Aaron at uh, DXT Podcast. You can find me at MarkB50K on Twitter. You can find us in game. And uh, these were really good episodes. If you, have, if you think that maybe they weren't, you have other issues, your little um, Easter eggs or things that you noticed that, uh, that I'm sure we didn't mention or I didn't mention, uh, then uh, please let us know. But uh, until next week, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.